Double E. Double E. I'm a day late, but we got both Ethans to talk about today. And also importantly, Tyler did have two championships. My fault. I keep getting fact check on here by everybody. That is fine. I'd rather them do that than not. Uh, yes, Tyler had two championships. The three teams with two championships in the league out of nine years. Uh, that is Tyler Saunders, Dane Menzel, and Josh Thompson, me, of course. So, moving on from that, we have, let's start with Ethan Sheckman. So, Ethan Sheckman has not played five of the seasons. So, he's literally, uh, um, no, six of the seasons, I'm sorry. Um, so, he has literally only had um, three seasons under his belt. Now, the first one was absolutely abysmal. Um, he didn't pay attention at all. It was way back when, around 2013, he just did not do well, uh, at all. Um, but, you know, he did bounce back after he did rejoin. It took us a while to trust him again to bring him back into the league. But we did. And, uh, he came back in and posted a somewhat decent record. Uh, he went 95 uh, 117 and 8. I know it doesn't sound super great, but it's not awful, for especially for someone of his uh, first year back. He wasn't last. Lucas was that year. And he wasn't even second or third to last. Uh, both the other Ethan, which we'll talk about later, and Peter um, were behind him in that season. So he actually came in seventh. So not absolutely awful. Um, but more importantly, the good year to talk about is this past year. Again, only 60-game season if I have to use the – or if I'm joking around mostly, but I'm using the fluke discussion for Lucas and Iron Dome. We got to use the same potential for the show, Ethan the Show Shackman. Um, now, I have to say, though, he put an impressive team together. So he, in the end of the season, was 35-34-1, just barely winning. But that's not always easy to do when you play with a bunch of people who have played a lot. Um, his big thing is he was able to go out and get big talent. So he had Fernando Tatis Jr. Obviously, everyone knows he's a star in the league. And 200 at-bats, he had 50 runs, 17 homers, 45 RBIs. 11 stolen bases as well with a 280 average. That is numbers that if he had put that up in 300 at-bats, he'd have a 100-100 season uh, in runs and RBIs. Um around close to 40 home runs and 20, 22 stolen bases. That is a ridiculous 200 at-bats. That's not even the 300 I just mentioned. That's only in 224. So Tatis went absolutely off for him. Brandon Lau did super well, also got outfield eligibility for him. Um, Vlad Guerrero did decent. Uh, but more importantly, he had Pete, who ended up giving some good pop, and Trout. Like, freaking Trout Conforto. He just had all these power guys who just ripped and had super great 60-game seasons on top of really actually having good pitching. Um, Tyler Glasnow, unfortunately, inflated towards the end to an 8 ERA. Uh, uh, sorry, a 4.08 ERA. But he did have 91 Ks and 57 innings pitched. So what I'm tr slowly getting at here is Ethan was able to actually get a few closers. He uh, had some trouble there for a while getting closing pitching. But he started to pick it up. He had Seth Lugo, who got a couple – he was just a uh, jack-of-all-trades for the Mets, who got a couple saves, a couple wins. Edwin Diaz, who got him saves. Pomerantz, he ended up picking up, getting him saves. And Taylor Rogers, um, on top of other good pitchers. Um, 
he did pretty well. And it was good to see because that might mean we have another emerging little star in the mix. So, yeah, um, great power and starting pitching was what he was able to build it on with some decent closers. And he already has even mentioned right away he does not want to repeat what he did last season in the pitching department. He wants to fix that. So I'll quickly move on to Ethan Pool Pals, jerk. Simone. He calls himself Pool Pals because that's all we are. Me and him. I guess. Whatever. <laughs> um, if you want to talk about boring, like in general, just boring things in life, you know, uh, you have to talk about, and you have to at least mention Ethan Pool Pals Simone. Uh, one of the worst general histories that we've had. So, as I mentioned, because of Ethan's three seasons, he only has a 38 percent winning percentage which is last in the league below lucas and everyone else i understand it's bad but like i said he is coming off a good year whereas ethan is seventh in the league in winning percentage he has 840 wins 878 losses and 92 ties for a total 48.95 percent winning percentage not that awful it's actually only one percent behind dane and i always praise dane um and seventh in the league. But he has never made any sort of championship game. Uh, which stinks. He's been in the playoffs a couple times here and there. I remember his best season specifically. He had a really nice balanced team. Um, way back, I believe, in 2016, he had a really nice balanced team overall. Um, he wasn't able to pull out anything from it, of course. But in general, he had a good team. And he's been able, in a few seasons, honestly, to put it together. But other seasons seem to just really fall apart, um, unfortunately. Uh, and, uh, like I said, the lack of uh, lack of success come playoff time. The few times he has made the playoffs, he hasn't been able to do anything with it. Um, so just to go do a quick overview of his team from 2016 is the year he did very well. He had a Zobris, who was still Zobris back then, uh, with... 94 runs, 18 homers, 80 RBIs. Fantastic. Manny Machado put up 100-100 almost, 37 homers. Uh, Mike Trout, he's had this thing where he always seems to get lucky with getting first overall pick. He always gets Mike Trout, so he named his trout, his team for a while. Uh, Angels in the Trout Field, obviously, naturally. Uh, Justin Upton, Luke Roy had a good year. I remember Chris Carter's big year with Milwaukee where he had over 40 homers. He had him that year. Chris Bryant's huge breakout year and good pitching all around where he had even closers in Mark Melanson, uh, Seth Lugo, and a few others. So, that being said, he is capable of putting together a team. He just needs to make a real run at it, and he just hasn't been able to quite do that yet. So, unfortunately, generally a bit boring for him um, in the lack of success. And we'll have to see what both Ethans do this upcoming season because... Ethan DeSimone being on the downtrend um, kind of stinks. Uh, he had a really good season this season, but again showed his inept ineptitude in the playoffs. He again had a really good team, um, even in the 60 game. That's like you're, you can kind of get a cheeky win, and he still wasn't able to pull it out. So will he be able to overcome that and actually become a prom- predominant potential playoff team? at least get there enough times to be able to get a chance at it. Or 
will he just continue to revert back to not being able to win anything really bad just uh not win anything he doesn't win he doesn't win anything um i don't know if you heard me he did he doesn't win anything he's a bad pool pal he's a doesn't win and checkman the show e money 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 will he be on the rise it's gonna be fun to see so as i mentioned a few times we'll do our last two coming up in kyle and pete uh and talk about them and what they've done so far in the league uh what i project for them to do uh where they rank in the league as well and then the next episode after that that might be a little bit longer than normal ones uh it'll be one talking about the new rules i want to try uh that like i said are just mostly for fun um no real like difference in the league itself and then i'm also going to try and do an overview of everything i've talked about where people rank and stand in general and what i think could happen this season based off what i've seen the last few seasons so that being said, I will see you later and I will not be sent. Don't you try and censor me again. Censored.